Welcome back to the Key and the Late Podcast, the premier whiskey podcast, now with a mention of whiskey in its title. Hey, it's Jake, back for another edition of the 12 Days of Barrel Picks. And we are in my basement once again, in Lakeview, East Chicago, Illinois. Lola is sleeping underneath all of our feet, keeping our feet warm as I have the heat turned off so the boiler isn't very loud in the background of this podcast. That's why it might be cold, gentlemen. But with us today, Cal O'Donnell is back for another co-hosting experiment. And we're back in the room. All right. Andres from Brno is back again, too. <laughs> why not? Por qué no? <laughs> and uh, he's not a guest this time around, folks. He, Or he is a guest this time around. He's not a host this time around. Um, the one and only Chris, the urban bourbonist Blantner. Thank you again for having me. I'm excited uh, to talk about this single barrel. Yeah, the single barrel of today is about Four Roses because it's on behalf of uh, charity, the bourbon charity that um, Chris works for. Um, is that the right way of saying it? You work yeah. for them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You yeah. kind of run the whole operation. Executive these days. director Execu- of oh. bourbon charity. Yes. We want to get technical. I think, yeah. I think my ears just sing. <laughs> executive <Yeah>. bourbon <laughs> steward, executive director of bourbon charity. Uh, right. Chris Blander is with us today, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. yes. Um, I believe yeah. it's le, bur- le, le urbaniste bourbon. <laughs> just because the French are still in the World Cup, isn't even we're speaking French on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, uh, Chris, this is something that super excited to try. We we have all poured a, gl- a glass of it. We have yep. sniffed it. We have tasted it a little bit. I haven't tasted it, but we are all admiring the color, and so I can't wait to hear the details of how you guys picked this barrel. Yeah, this is uh, this is a really unique situation that the that was offered to the charity. Um, we partnered with a store. Um, that one of our board members is is uh, very good friends with, a longtime customer. Uh, they're located in a very uh, touristy area. They have multiple stores, and they just said, you know, we're being offered this Four Roses pick. Would would the charity like to select it and and use it for for charity? And we just jumped at the chance because yeah. these aren't barrels that come available very often. You know, they're going to to retailers that are high volume retailers like this one. They didn't mind giving this up, you know, to the charity because it it really didn't matter to them. It was going to sell one way or the other. So why not do something good with it and do something for charity? So they offered us the opportunity. And like I said, we we jumped at the chance. It's it's a really cool uh, thing to do. And just to give you guys a little like background yeah. on like yeah. the selection process at at Four Roses if well even before that <clears throat> anything about bourbon charity you want to share too yeah well always you know we're we're looking for support for all of our fundraisers that we do throughout the year we're we're typically pretty much everything we do is fundraising online and we do four to five fundraisers a year we have a lot of really great bottles of whiskey as the prizes and the fundraisers it's it's pretty straightforward you make a contribution you get tickets into the sweepstakes and at the end we run all of those tickets and select the winners for the prizes so we do really cool things like rare bottles we've been adding in like gaming systems and things like that like we just did our most recent fundraiser, we had an Xbox, we had a oh. PlayStation 5, we had a Nintendo Switch. Wish I knew. Yeah, yeah. In, in addition Dang. to... Now I do. Yeah, in addition to all the... For the kids, In addition to all the great, you know, pretty rare bottles of whiskey that end up in those right. fundraisers. Also, you can support the charity by becoming 
a monthly or annual donor through our Bourbon Hood program. And uh, that is important because you will get access to things like this barrel that we're talking about uh, today from Four Roses. When we do a barrel pick, if you are one of those members, our Bourbon Hood members that are giving to us on a monthly basis, this is part of the perks of being in that program. You get access to a pick like this. Um, and that's pretty much the only way you're going to get access is if you are uh, a Bourbon Hood member. Because when we get a barrel, it is likely going to sell out in that group. We have like 600 supporters in that group. So, you know, the most we're ever likely to get out of a barrel is around 200 bottles. Mm. And with 600 people, you obviously that's going to go quickly. And right. this was actually much less uh, yield on this on this um, barrel and we can talk about why that is we'll get we can get to that um, but yeah that's the ways you can support the charity bourboncharity.org or bourbonhood.org um, support the the fundraisers that we do throughout the year or become a monthly or annual supporter quick question what does the charity supports actually very good question so yes Donald's bank no I'm kidding totally kidding <laughs> So what we do is we actually allow our donors to select the charities that we give to every year. Gives gives people ownership in, in what we're doing. So probably here over the next few weeks and into uh, January, we'll be putting out um, a list of charities. We, we, we curate the list so that we don't have, you know, 5,000 different uh, options uh, for people. So we'll have, you know, say six or seven categories of charities, say children's hospitals or food banks, things like that. Oh, nice. And then we'll have, you know, some four or five selections under those larger charitable topics. And then we allow our donors to select. Question on that. Mm -hmm. um, because usually with, uh, especially with children's charities and so on, it can be difficult with alcohol. How do you guys navigate that? So there actually are some charities that do not want... Um, money from an organization like us who is raising money using alcohol mm -hmm. and they'll tell us we don't want your money so we avoid obviously we avoid raising money for those organizations uh for the most part there's not that many that are like that there there are <laughs> some yeah, yeah i yeah. mean and we are you know we're we're not promoting drinking we're promoting doing something good with you know, every, this thing that we all love, right. this, this community that's out there is very, very generous. The whiskey community, especially the online whiskey community yeah. is extremely generous. Right. We've seen that personally. Well, I was going to say, yeah. we've seen that first time. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I, I just saw during, you know, during our last fundraiser in, in November, there was probably 10 other fundraisers going on while we were also fundraising. And I'm looking at all the numbers that all of these fundraisers are bringing in and it's just hundreds of thousands of dollars when you add them all up. And it's all coming from, you know, this community of this yeah. online whiskey community. A very niche community as well. It is. You know, it's it's big, but it's also not that big. No. It's the same people giving to all these different, you know, causes. And it's it's pretty cool to, to see. So, yes, to your point, like there, we do have to be careful. There are some organizations that... There are some food banks too that have told us no, we you know we don't, <laughs> which is crazy. Like, we can't take the money, yeah. but um, we navigate that and we try we try to you know 
weed you know weed out all of those situations before we put it to a vote to our donors. And yeah. I, always, I always feel like too in our industry, there's always World Central Kitchen to fall back on. If, yeah. it, if, if there's something like that won't take money, well, it's somebody who runs runs a charity who's from the industry. Like I Absolutely. will take I will take your money. I will feed the people of the world. Absolutely, so, yeah. and that's that's a great charity yeah. by the way. One thing I want to mention as well before we get stuck into the actual liquid is the bottle is so pretty. It like is everything about it, the labeling, the engraving on the front, the shape. Yeah, you know. the the four roses bottle. It's like I don't know a square triangle yeah. almost. It's really a rhombus, it's, yeah. rounded, rounded yes. bottom, square top. Really yeah. pretty. The but even the, the sort of leather collar that's on it. The leather collar, the wooden, the wooden topper, the embossed four roses uh, on the glass are actually raised from the glass. Um, really, really fun labeling on it they tell you some information about the the whiskey they tell you the recipe which we can get into all that and then of course when you do a single barrel selection they'll put uh some logos um on there it has to be approved by them by the way they're very so you said you did this picky. through a partnership with a with a store right yeah we did that you still have to go through you can know, you release the name of the store i'm going to south florida in three days yeah it's called chan's wine world okay uh they have multiple locations in uh in florida i think they have six different locations um so this is in partnership with them um which we're very thankful that they offered this to us yeah um, was it through one of your uh, ambassadors, or uh, one of the board members? Well, but, well, yeah. Board members right, 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 yeah. is uh, is a longtime customer of uh, of the store. So, so the store, do they do you guys split the barrel with them? Actually, it's no. They're they gave they gave us the entire barrel to wow. to use for our purposes. Now, nice the, of them. The, the we're thing, not. The, the it's things not you're... completely donated to us. Like okay. they are. They are you know getting their cost back from yeah. from the barrel and then the rest the whatever is above and beyond that is a donation to the charity yeah um but it's it's just a cool thing to be able to offer to our members yeah. something yeah. like this is very rare and and unique i'm very sorry that my, for myself that i slept on this barrel when i could have bought it i'm guessing it's all gone it is all gone. Um, <laughs> We're gonna drink it now, all right? Yeah. We're drinking that whole bottle, right? So, Am I right? Am I right? Bottle's getting closer yeah, to yeah, me. The right things now. you keep, the things you keep alluding to, is about the color. Why is the color, and why it was a shorter barrel than average? I'm guessing it's an older age statement on it. There, yes. So let me first talk about the um, the process Please, that you yeah, yeah, that yeah. you do when you go to Four Roses because it's really it's pretty cool. So for people that don't know, Four Roses has ten different recipes. And when you go to do a barrel selection, if they have all 10 available at the time, which they typically do, I've done a couple of picks there, they have a barrel from every single recipe available for you to try. Now they do it blind. So they put a cover over the barrel heads and so you don't know what recipe you're taking. You don't know what recipe you're taking because they're and probably our fanboys of yes, certain recipes. And yeah, that's yeah. exactly yeah. why Great. there's there's people that really dive deep into Four Roses yes. and the recipes, and they think that they only like recipe whatever. Yeah. And so they'll just <laughs> dial into that when they go down there to do a pick. Oh, I would know it blind. I would know it blind. Exactly. Man. Yeah, it's like come on, bro. And you I know, could taste say, Miller Light and Coors Light any day. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And they say, you know, if you really want to know, yeah, we'll tell you. Okay. But we'd prefer if you did it blind so that you're picking what you think is the best. Yeah. Right. So that's that's really the most unique 
part of the process. You have 10 barrels. It's one of every recipe. And then Four Roses does something unique when they age their barrels. Their warehouses are all just one level. And then they have ricks and they stack those six high. Yeah. Okay. So oh, they go cool. tier one through six. Oh, I didn't know that. But everything is on the same floor. floor. Right. But it's tier one through six. So even though it's all on the same floor, you get some crazy fluctuation Absolutely. in yeah. temperature from tier one six. to tier six. And then they're super long warehouses. So they also put information on on the uh, label about where you find which it. warehouse, mm. which warehouse it was, and like which direction the barrel was facing, oh. and then they give you the tier and and all of that information. You don't know that when you're picking. Um, they'll reveal it, you know, once you do a pick, or if you ask, "Hey, we're down to these two or three barrels. Can you tell us a little more information?" And they'll they'll happily give it to you. So, ten samples. You go through those. I think uh, we had five people at this at this pick and this this bottle there this barrel was pretty much universally like everyone went to this one right away there was there was some votes for some other barrels kind of like second and third place but this one pretty much everyone had agreed pretty much right off the bat that this was all i can say is i understand yeah (laughs) yeah yeah so, so were, you, were you guys able to be part of the selection as well? Yes, we oh, went down. Awesome. Yeah, we went down to. Uh, You've been spending a lot of time Kentucky. in Kentucky lately. Yeah, I've been there quite a few times this year. Um, yeah, and it's awesome. And so, to talk a little bit about their recipes, they mm-hmm. have two different mash bills, and then they have five different yeast strains. Mm. Okay. So you can pair those up, and you come up with ten, ten different recipes. Um, everything starts with an O. And everything has an S in in the recipe. I think the O is like was given to that was like the location of the distillery when I think Seagram's at one point in time owned hmm. Four Roses, and like O was like a designation of the distillery. And then the S in every single recipe I think just means like sour mash. Okay. Um, the 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 letters to pay attention to are the second and the and the last. So this is O B S F. That we're tasting so the b represents the mash bill and this is a 60 percent corn 35 percent rye five percent malted barley so very high rye mm. mash bill and for roses their other mash bill is high rye as well but this is the higher of the two mash bills higher higher rye and then the f represents the yeast strain and they say that this yeast strain gives off some more herbal notes, herbal qualities to mm. it. So mm. those are just kind of the things to to know about Four Roses when it comes to the recipe. Um, there's an there's an E or a B for the mash bill, and then there's five different letters that represent the E strains. So this is OBSF. It is 10 years, five months. Mm. This happens to be a tier six. So it was mm. the highest tier in, in the... Um, Warehouse, Very so hot. you can obviously see that it is extremely dark. It's yeah. like red. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And I, um, by looking at it, you'd think wine barrel finish. Seriously. Yeah. It's like super dark. Love, love. Yeah. Big fan, big fan. <laughs> and because of that tier, it came in at 125.2 proof, which is actually 
pretty high for uh, a Four Roses uh, single barrel. I, I haven't seen a ton that are quite this high. No. Like tier ones will be like 110, 112 proof. Hmm. Tier six, you see the difference. It's 125.2 on this. So pretty cool. Doesn't drink like that at all. No, no, so, no, 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 no. No, but it has like that oak characteristic is so pronounced and delicious. Oh, man. I, oh. We've it, been tasting a lot of whiskey this, this morning. <laughs> and for this to stand out the way it does in the glass still. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, Tops off. So when I when we were doing the pick, this is what I wrote down. And I, I feel like this, I've had, you know, you can see I've had a good amount of this already. I was going to say, you've enjoyed <laughs> um, it. I've yeah. shared it with some people too. Um, Liar. Yeah. The, Don's so, has been sneaking pores. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I wrote down for the nose, like a dark, rich funk to the nose. Mm-hmm. And that kind of like what immediately stood out to me when we were picking this. I like to find like a funkiness to yeah. to a whiskey. Like if I if I find that either on the nose or on the palate, that is something that stands out to me. I think this has, and I can only describe it that way. It's like this funkiness or like kind of like a almost like a mustiness. Yeah, it just, musty for sure. It just yeah. kind of like tells you that there's some age to the whiskey it's like walking into an old uh gymnasium yeah like that leatherness from people squeaking their shoes for generations and generations and basketballs just floating uh, along the way of the of the floor and it's stuck inside of that wood and then it's pronounced inside of this glass that's delicious and on the palate man it's really good i wrote down rich leather dark fruit um the finish Sweet brown spice is what I wrote down. I And I feel like there's a lot more than that going on in this whiskey, but those were kind of the major things that I'm just jotting down as we're tasting through 10 different things. There's a fruit in there it's pronounced, but I can't yeah. figure out what it is. But this is just, it was super fun to pick, and, and it just turned out How many people? Amazing. Uh, oh, or how many samples did you guys try? 10. So we tried every single recipe uh, when we were there. And uh, we did it blind. We got down to, I think we were down to like basically two barrels with pretty much everyone zeroed in on this. And we just said, that's the one we want. And they're like, okay, you want to know what it is? <laughs> yeah, here it is. OBSF, 10 years. It was 10 years, four months at the time. And okay. it spent another month in the barrel before they bottled it. Um, yeah, and it's quite delicious yeah, like a, you know what something like a cherry or something it's something yes. in there. i'm getting like yeah. you know what it's, i was thinking i, I getting like bacon wrapped dates mm. oh. dates dates, dates. that's yeah, what that like, is that's like or something yeah yeah it's like dark, dark, fruit, dark rich yeah. rich you yeah. know, and i was like, like I, dense. I thought plum at first but it's not like that that very bitter. very good yeah. Yeah. yeah very good that's one of the best ones i've tried in a while yeah. I cannot believe that it's up at 125. I can't believe it's on the charity. <laughs> but just I can't, joking. Just joking. can't believe it's up at 125. It does not taste like that at all. So, like, no. so we, we cannot bid on these anymore? <laughs> <laughs> That's the man right here. There will be. So the charity did keep um, oh, several cases yeah. to use in the future, in the future oh, for yeah. fundraising and other other Where are those cases based? Yeah, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Where, do guys, where do you guys store those cases? I, think, I wonder if they're in River North area. Uh, uh, I, I do not have them in my possession. But, oh, darn. Uh, okay. 
This is the only bottle that I have in my possession. Oh, really? Yeah. And uh, the rest will be, well, the charity is based out of Arizona. So the the, um, cases that uh, we kept for the charity will eventually find their way. I'm very impressed with it. I think it's, I'm so impressed because it's, like I say, it doesn't taste, it doesn't burn hot. No, at all. It's got spice, but it, you would never think, "Wow, this is yeah, one twenty-five." So yeah. we want to bring some perspective. How much will this run normally in a in a in a in a, mm. in, a, in, a in an account? So these retail, I think, for like if you went to Binnie's and Binnie's did a, they do you know four roses pick. picks. They're like ninety bucks, okay, or so. It doesn't break yeah, the bank. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah. They're not. They're not horribly expensive. Now for the charity, we went a little bit higher of than course, that. Yeah. Um, yeah, we gotta milk these people. <laughs> <laughs> it's all for a good cause, so uh, you know. And and these opportunities like this don't. These are becoming harder and harder to get. Oh, yeah, like, absolutely. Four Roses does a lot of single barrel picks for for stores, but they're becoming harder and harder to get. Like this, when a store gets this, it's basically like they treat it like an allocated yeah. release. Yeah. They call you know, their, they call their customers. exactly. Even though they might have you know a hundred plus bottles, they still you know put it in the back room or or whatever. Um, yeah, so we were super excited to, to pick this and, and it turned out like way better than I even thought that, that it would, you know, when we picked it, we were like, oh, we picked a great barrel, but you know, do you have a a list in your head of barrel picks that, you know, cause you've, you've done so many picks, Mm -hmm. even going all the way back to the days of like Leo's when you just kind of Mm -hmm. got started and everything, Mm -hmm. do you have a list in your head? And if you do. Where is this on that list? Because I feel like that's one of the best whiskeys I've tried. Well, um, before he answers that, we've recorded three podcasts today, four, mm-hmm. uh, something like that, and we haven't mentioned uh, by contractual course. obligation Pinhook. Oh, of course. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, sorry. Maybe that's up there on, on the list. I don't know, but yeah, it would be. That would be a great one to do um, for the charity. Um, I mean, this obviously is way up there in terms of like, you know, things that we would want to do. I mean, I'd love to do another one, uh, but don't want to get too greedy. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, this is this is huge. It would, I'd love to do. I mean, I just saw that Booker's did a charity oh, barrel with uh, another oh charity. God. I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't mind if uh, Jim mm. Beam. Yeah. Would uh, maybe want to do another big fans Booker's here. single barrel barrel. That would be like the ultimate. dream. Yeah. yeah. But we did it is do the dream. It is. Yeah. It is the dream. It is. I don't, I don't know that many of those will happen, but uh, we just did do a, a Knob Creek, uh, which will be coming in early uh, 2023. Which, we, those have been coming out great this year. The Knob Creek oh single God. barrels, like all over the city of Chicago, everybody's yeah. picks are delicious. Yeah, they're, I mean, Knob Creek is amazing. And I feel like they really do curate the single barrel program right. pretty well there. So you're getting, you're getting barrels that are, you know, like, the top same recipe things. as bookers yeah so, yeah it's true yeah um so we have one of those coming we did a uh then the same weekend we did the knob creek we also went over to makers and did our own uh private select there and created our own uh blend at uh at makers and that'll be coming out uh early 2023 as well so cool things coming um those were i mean those are I mean, getting to go to Jim Beam and go into a warehouse, into a Rick House there, and do a selection, and I love those Rick Houses as well. I've never actually been into the Jim Beam ones, but mm. the copycat version that we went into <laughs> in Whiskey City, <laughs> pretty cool place. Still. Yeah, yeah. So this is awesome, and it's been it's been fun, and hopefully there's a lot, you know, a lot more of these to come, and 
and uh, something to offer to our supporters and also continue to do really cool things for charity. Well, I think it speaks to the integrity of the, you guys, what you choose, not just for this barrel, but for the entire program where people, you can support a really great cause, whatever charity you guys might be donating to in that um, particular event, but also knowing that you're going to get a really good bottle out of it too. Like yeah. I can't speak any more highly about this this uh, pick. Do you got, do you have any dates on the horizon that you know listeners might be, especially if they're interested in kind of getting involved or if they want to kind of support, you know, yeah, so Urban Hood and so on. The biggest thing that we're going to have coming up that we need support on is um, so the, for the first time ever last year we did not do a fundraiser right at the beginning of the year because we needed we needed actually to acquire some inventory to to allow us to continue to fundraise the way that we have been and we are going to continue on that path again in 2023 we're not going to do a fundraiser in like January February we're going to ask people to donate bottles to the charity to oh, great. use for our fundraising efforts so we did it last year for the first time we got I think we had about 100 bottles donated to us. Hmm. So we're going to do that again this year. We're trying to build up you know, our inventory so that we have some cool things to offer to people when we do a fundraiser that will draw attention to, obviously, people. You know, We're doing this around whiskey, so we need good bottles of whiskey to raise money. So in January, uh, up probably all the way up until um, Valentine's Day, we'll run a basically a bottle donation drive wow. and we'll be asking people to donate bottles to the charity that we can use uh, for our fundraising efforts, not only in 2023, but beyond. So if people want to donate a bottle, what would be the easiest way to do that? So reach out to me. Um, it's, you can get me at Chris at bourboncharity.org or you can just go to bourboncharity.org, our uh, website, and there's a contact button on there and you can send a message through that, but watch our social media. Uh, we'll be, there'll be a big push through our social media pages about this, uh, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, if you're on our email list, it'll go out to our email list as well. You can join that, uh, through our website as well. There's a big button or a big thing at the bottom of the page where you can uh, get on the email list. So and it's $10 a month at the lowest, right? If you join Bourbon Hood um, as a uh, monthly donor, $10 a month is the uh, lowest contribution level, which gets you all the benefits of, of Bourbon Hood, uh, including uh, barrel picks like this. Mm. So um, we're trying to do this. We're trying to do it as fairly as we possibly can. So again, we have 600 people in there. We put out a message to that group uh, when the Four Roses Barrel became available. We said, register your interest. I think we had over 300 people <laughs> of that 600 say they're interested. Then we randomized all those names and we came up with the number of bottles that were available and we made the offer to that number of people and said, you've been selected. You can buy the... You can buy the barrel or you can buy a bottle from this barrel. And then if people decide not to, then we just go down the list yeah, and the list. start offering it to other people. But it will never make it out of that list because right. there's just too many people in there and not yeah. not enough bottles. <laughs> I hear on that. Yeah. And then the only thing you do is bourbon. That's it. You don't do all the spirits. 
Well, we do whiskey. Whiskey. So, yeah, whiskey. Yeah, yeah. We do whiskey. Um, we have not really ventured too much into other Like, will you take, like, spirits. a scotch? Oh, uh, I mean, we if it's a... Like Jameson 18, maybe? I, I mean, don't know. Yeah, I mean, if it's a... <laughs> we would definitely take take rare yeah. scotch. Okay. For sure. It just all started around Brandon's bourbon collection, right? Exactly. Yeah. So the, the guy that started the charity, Brandon Hunt, had just a ridiculous collection of of whiskey and uh, decided he wanted to do something good with it and basically started the charity with his own collection. And that sustained the charity for like two years or a little over two years. And now we're at the point where like that's his collection is gone because we've given it away, not given it away, but we've sold it. We've, we've, we've used it (laughs) to, we've used it in fundraisers um, so that's why we're going to be doing again for the second time this year, asking for people to, to give. And we're always looking for partnerships with uh, distilleries and things like that to give us even to give us access to, mm. to purchase things like yeah. you know, if you know, say Jim Beam wants to give us access to purchase, you know, some the of their the some of their <laughs> rare rarer whiskeys, we're happy to do that, uh, and. Uh, you know, we're not looking for a, a handout from from everyone. Um, we're we definitely have some some funds to use to build up inventory, but we are also asking for donations of of bottles too. Mm. If we can keep the expenses down, then we would prefer to do that. So charities operate. Yeah, yeah. that's Callum. Uh, maybe you can donate that Glenlivet fifty that you have at home. Fifty. Yeah. Wow. How about it? I Callum? sleep with it. <laughs> sure you do well, that's that barrel it's i think it's i hope you guys Unbelievable. It. It delicious. Fun to Unbelievable. Pick and, uh, um, amazing what is the f- the future of bourbon charity like is there any lofty goals that you would want to achieve that you just don't see are feasible right now but like what did you say like was there is it possible to have a retail shop of bourbon charity in the future i mean that would be that would be uh, yeah a very lofty goal is to do is to be able to have our own sort of retail license or, or store, I guess, would be cool. I, I think more would be just um, stronger and better relationships with mm. distilleries like Four Roses, uh, Jim Beam, Buffalo Trace, you know, the big guys that have the the limited release yeah. the allocated whiskeys that people want and they have the attention of the whiskey audience exactly yeah. and I think having relationships with them where they want to be involved with you know what we're doing and and that's been a lot of what I've been trying to do is build those types of relationships there's been there's been uh, difficulties in some of those yeah. places and there's been the door has been thrown wide open in in other places. I do want to give so I do want to give a shout out to uh, Barrelcraft Spirits. Mm. That is a um, that is a distillery or non distilling producer that has absolutely embraced everything that Bourbon Charity is yep. doing, and they have basically thrown open the door to us and said, you know, whatever you guys need, we're here to to help and support you. They were the sponsor of our most recent fundraiser bourbon giving in November. They made a very generous monetary donation to cover the costs of the entire fundraiser and, um, to leave a little bit left over also for us to use, to go out and acquire, Mm. you know, some inventory as well. And so huge shout out to barrel craft spirits and that team, like 
we're looking for more relationships like that where they see you know the impact that we're making and um, want to be a part of that. And by the way, if you become a sponsor of one of our fundraisers, we have different sponsorship levels. If you're a presenting sponsor like Barrel, we allow you to pick a charity mm. that you want some of that money to go to uh, when we're fundraising. So that's a benefit too of be, being a sponsor at that level is we say, hey, is there someone that you, special, is there some, yeah. some yeah. charity that's special to you that you want a portion of this money to go to? And last point I'll make is, uh, sorry, I know no, I'm it's great. talking great. like crazy, is that Bourbon Charity is a 100% donation, public donation charity. So every dollar that comes in in a fundraiser goes back out to the charities that we're raising money for. And we're able to do that because of the group that I've mentioned multiple times, Bourbon Hood. Mm -hmm. So Bourbon Hood is making a contribution to the charity on a monthly basis, all of those members, with the intent that all of that money is covering the costs of the charity. That is the sole purpose of that group, is to cover the costs that we encounter throughout the course of the year in our operations, which is everything that every business has an expense for, a charity has yeah, an expense for. Right. There's, it's absolutely no different than um, running running, a normal, business, running yeah. a normal business. All the expenses are the same. We don't get anything for free. I mean, yes, we get donations to us in the form of bottles and et cetera at certain points in time, but we still have to pay all of our bills the same way that any other company has to. So that right. group pays for those expenses so that we don't have to take any of that money when we fundraise to cover our costs. Mm. So all the money goes back out to charity. So our most recent fundraiser was like 38,000 yeah. plus dollars. Every penny from that went to the four charities that were mm. supported with that fundraiser. So each charity got like a check for $9,500 um, from that, from that uh, fundraiser. And we've had others that have been, you know, yeah. Much more than that in the past, but um, you know we're always we're always trying to raise as much money as possible. But you know any check that you can write to a charity is yeah. is amazing to be able to do. And there's a lot of small distilleries I know that listen to this podcast. So guys, get in touch. Um, you guys have good whiskey too. Don't be afraid to go out there. Um, people want to buy it. And same thing for people who are part of the charity. It's not just about the big guys out there. That absolutely um, you can find in some allocated bottles. There's a lot of good distilleries out there on the horizon that are producing some amazing single barrels. And I know distilleries you have them to be able to give it uh, give it to a good cause. Yeah, and we've partnered with smaller smaller uh, distilleries as well, like Chattanooga Whiskey, yeah. Penelope. Like I, I didn't mean to say like we're looking for partnerships <laughs> with like Four Roses. And no, yeah. I didn't mean to minimize the um, the other smaller craft distilleries out there. We're always looking for these partnerships, and right. we always want people to get involved with you know our mission, and that is to just basically take this we've talked about it to take the generosity of this whiskey community and and turn it into um something that's benefiting the people that really need it yeah absolutely that's the best part about it you can do something good and also get something back in the end too for yourself um makes you feel good always helping people makes you feel better i think in life I think there's might be maybe a little small Australian outfit combined with a small Kentucky outfit that might be able to help out in 2023. Very cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll leave it there at that. But uh, Chris, awesome information. People will go out there, be a part of Bourbon Hood, be a part of Bourbon Charity. 
Um, don't miss out on their single barrels because this one is fucking delicious. And <laughs> it I, was unbelievable. Yeah. It was really Let's good. just reiterate that. That was one of the best ones I've ever had. So yeah. Very, very good. Yeah. Um, bravo to you and the other four people that picked it out and to Four Roses producing some really great whiskey. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. Cheers, guys. Ciao. Salud.